This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery, like McKenna, brings a top-tier lineup. With Leaf Davis-esque delivery right to your door, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too, so that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only by app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. There were some that said that it wouldn't be back. There were some that said it couldn't be back. There were some that even said it shouldn't be back. But it's back by popular demand. Well, Jules and Ian. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, it is the return of this week in ITFC history. My Come on. My name is David Diamond and I'm joined by the legend that is the renegade stat man. To look back and discuss the names, the games, the wins, the draws. And yeah, I must admit this week, the losses from this week in ITFC history. Stat, we've nice. done it. We're back. Nicely well, we done there. Oh, I, I, I thought that you were going to turn into like a, a 10 minute soliloquy about what, where, where we've been and mate, we're back. Can't believe it. I must all... admit, I'm like a dog with two tails. Oh, mate, obviously, obviously. I, must admit, I think over previous years, certainly this show, and I think the pod has been a bit of an antidote to the general crapness of ITFC, hasn't it, really? Yeah. yeah. But this year, I mean, what's there, to be, what's there to be moaning about this year, for God's sake? So, hence, we've just left it, left it till now, I think, Stat, and with international breaks and everything else. But, hey, here do we are. Think, do you think in 30 years' time we're, we're here, and I'm like... Sorry, you have to say that again, David. Do you, do you think we'll be talking about um, the fantastic win against Tranmere Rovers back in 2019? But do you think we could conceivably have been talking about, do you remember that season when we got 100 points and 100 goals? Do you remember, do you remember that season? And conceded 10. Yeah. <laughs> do, you remember, do you remember that one? <laughs> <laughs> that would be great. Oh. Somebody in 30 years' time is going gonna, is gonna to show that and go, wow. Wow. Look, yeah, absolutely, absolutely brilliant. Stat, it's brilliant to be back, mate. I know we have, we have, um, I think we have jointly been on. Uh, I think we we're on the flagship show the other week. It was a bump. No, it wasn't the flagship show. It was a midweek one. It was a bumper one, wasn't it? It was four of us, I believe. Yeah, there was a quad quad box going on there. Quad so. box going on. So, um, so yeah, my 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 appearance record this year. I'm going from I think chief appearance holder last year to I think I'm very low in the pecking order this year. Do you? <sighs> I'll really boost my boost my numbers. I know that. 
Maybe they're managing you a little bit like Luke Chambers sort of thing, just to make sure that you do a, a whole <laughs> do <you> season. So? <laughs> do you think so? Do you think, um, you know, at some point I'm going to be rested and a sort of like a, uh, a Luke Wolfenden's going to be drafted in or something? Well, or maybe I'm a, a bit worried. Yeah, true. I'm a bit worried because during the summer, Ben was saying, you know, we talked about contract negotiations and I agreed yeah. to sign on again. And he said that he wanted me to be like his Miles Kenlock. <laughs> so I'm... Oh, up and coming left back who's going to you know make that position his own for the next 10 years and now suddenly I'm standing in the car park at 5-3 to three before oh, the game no. when you said that I, I just couldn't get that I, I was thinking about that for the next few minutes I couldn't get that image of poor old Miles out of my head really did he look did he look alone and a bit sad and Christ. did he have his little wash, little wash bag with him yeah crestfallen no, it's a but shame. Can you imagine no, that, though? Can you imagine that? You, you're there, you've been playing, and people are like, oh, can we get your autograph after the game, all that comes with playing for the first team? And then suddenly, five to three, you're standing in the car park, Sorry, as son. you can hear the... squad. No. Uh, that's, a, that's a toughie, Football mate. is a that's cruel a... world. Before we start with the games, Dave, I wanted to share... I, I put this on Twitter, and I want to, I want to share this with you. It's a, it's a programme, so it's a history show, and this programme is from 1979. Um, the reason that I picked this programme out... Well, the reason that I was looking through the programs was trying to find some for the games that you picked, but you did a you did a fantastic job there, and I don't think I've got any of the programs. <laughs> but this one jumped out, and for most people, wow, be the it's, the, it's Kevin Beatty with with money, um, right. and I found out what the story was about this. So a few months before this uh, game, yeah. which versus Coventry in March '79, Coventry I didn't know about this. Coventry made a bid of half a million pounds for Kevin Beatty. I'd forgotten all about that. Apparently. But- Bobby Robson, sorry, Bobby Robson said no deal. So he he made it clear. Very, that's what it says. Robson said no deal. No so deal. Um, yeah. you know, was he yeah. a lever or a remainer back then? You never know. <laughs> but so what the club decided to do was when we played Coventry was to um, get half a million pounds brought down from Lloyd's Bank in Lloyd's Avenue. Absolutely ingenious, brilliant, there brilliant, you go. brilliant, brilliant. So you were going to say well, to put to put yeah to put that in context. It's funny you should say that. So half a million, March '79. I reckon. Either that month or the month before, Trevor Francis became the first million-pound footballer. So put that in context. I'm sorry. Okay, I know Trevor Francis, striker, score of great goals, great score of many goals. But we, we, you know, we've had this conversation about so much about Kevin Beatty. I'm sorry. By comparison, I'd think I'd value Kevin Beatty far, far higher than um, than I would ever Trevor Francis. Purely my, purely my view. So I'm if Trevor Francis disagree. is worth a million, my goodness me. But I bet Robson hopefully sent Coventry off with a flea in their ear, mate. A flea in their ear. Stan, go on. One of the things that I noticed when I was going through the programmes, and we will get to these games, but you'll, you'll see why I'm not in a rush to get to the first game, um, was I noticed that the, the programmes went from one shilling or something like that, one slash and a dot over the top or whatever, right. and then the next Seven. one was five pence. And mm-hmm. I thought, well, that's when decimalisation happened. Of course. So we will cover that game... Just so you can talk about the problems of being however old you were and, and um, <laughs> the problems of, of going to the game, you know. How did you suddenly... Well, we'll no, save that for another week, but something to think about. Well, I know, because probably back then, so decimalisation, was that, 1971, I was sort of yeah. like eight, so I was probably going with my dad, who actually paid my money oh. for me, bless him. So I have got so no he bought really... you the beers, did he? <laughs> That's good of him. Yeah, how much do you need for this? Oh, 6D. No, actually. Yeah. No, you don't. 30 well, pence. If you were eight in 1971, then I'm assuming that on the 4th of October 1977, you would have been 14. That would 
be about right. What would I be 15? Might just be 15. Actually. Turn, turn 15. Turn so 15. The first game of this season. Go on. That we're looking at. So it's series three of the pod as well. It is. Yeah. Wow. Unbelievable. Yeah. Um, so it's Tuesday, the 4th of October, 1977. It's a 7.30 p.m. kickoff. Right. And Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was yeah, just no, worried. I'm, I'm always worried you're <laughs> going to interject and suddenly we are made. You know, do you know, back in the midst of time, I always had this game on a Saturday, but hey, go on. Yeah, obviously yeah. not. Um, and <laughs> it worries me when you say that already. <laughs> we haven't got a name to who the managers were. Totally so, wrong. In on. the away dugout was yeah. Bobby Robson. Because uh, yeah. we were at the city ground uh, being entertained by Brian Clough's Nottingham Thanks. Forest. Believable. Stat. I'll start. Did you ever get to see that documentary, I Believe in Miracles? So I think it was on... Me and Ben actually People went... They had a sing that to me. And well, the I following believe, line. Yeah, I and the following that. line. Yeah, but... Yeah. Yeah. Never oh, oh, the following line to see where yes. you're going with that stat. See where you're going right. with that. bit of hot chocolate there. But, um... So me and Ben, they had a premiere down at... Down at, um... Down in it, down at, I think I forgot which cinema. Anyway, um, the main cinema down in, the, you know, Cardinal Park, or whatever it was then, UGI, whatever it was then. And me and Ben went to the premiere of this. I believe America was that. It was the story of Clough. It started with Forest in Division 3, winning, the, well, getting up, getting promotion through Division 2, through the through up to the first division. Then we know what happened there, up to the first European Cup. Anyone who hasn't seen it, they do show it occasionally now on... Um, I think it's on it's on BT Sport. They show it occasionally now. It's absolutely brilliant, brilliant documentary. And yeah, it's again. Like so it's us. It's us against the brilliant. Um, you know the brilliant. Yeah, start. You'd love it. It's Can up I against. Stop you there, Dave. Yeah, um, I'm kind of sensing that the way you're talking about Brian Clough. Yeah. Maybe it's just you know maybe the new headphones or stuff like that. But I, I, are you saying that Brian Clough was a better manager than Bobby Robson and Sir Ralph Ramsey? Uh, am I saying Brian Clough was a better man? Well, I, 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 hate, I hate to say better manager. Um, uh, well, he's achieved, he certainly achieved more. Okay, Alf Ramsey. Okay, Brian Clough didn't win the World Cup. Brian Clough was never England manager. Of course, he should have been England manager, but he never was. Yeah. So, obviously, if you look at his achievements, yes, he did achieve more because he won one one championship with Derby, one championship with Forest, and ultimately. He won two European. I mean, just incredibly, won two European, two European are, cups. Are you going to answer the question? <laughs> are you saying that Brian Clough Stop is it. a better manager than Sir Alf Ramsey or, or Sir Bobby Robson? No, I'm not. No, I'm not. I can't say. Right. How can I say that? No, Sir Alf ran the World Cup. What he did with Ipswich was fantastic, and he and obviously Clough, he never had the wealth of 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 managerial positions. Bloody hell, Barcelona, Benfica, Porto, my Godfathers, England, Eindhoven that Robson ever had. And obviously, sorry, notwithstanding the success he had with Portman uh, uh, Ipswich. So yeah, Clough was unique. Clough was certainly a unique manager. I'm what sure made him unique? That. Well, just his style, his man management, I would say. So I'll tell you what made him unique. So when he, when he, when he joined Forrest, he took a, a fat, um, overweight, slow left back, a guy called John Robertson, and made him to probably this season one of the best, one of the best wingers in the, if not the best left winger in the whole in the whole division. And also um, made him into a guy that um, won two European Cups with one assist and one winning goal. I mean, it's just, it's, it's quite. I suppose it's a pity incredible. that Brian Clough, you know, wasn't the manager of Ipswich, you know, when Miles Kenlock was at left back <laughs> position. <laughs> Poor Miles. Yeah. I know. Well, you know. 
But so, um, what, what do you want to what do you want to look? Go through this. Let's go through it. Go through the sides first. Let's go, go through, through the sides. But actually, before we start about the sides, um, so 1977. 78 set the scene yeah. for where we've just come okay. from where Forrest have come from okay so Forrest have just had successive promotions from say when Clough joined and they were sort of languishing in the division three which is um in real money now league one yeah yeah just got wow. to think about that that low in real money now league one um they they only just scraped promotion from there then got promotion immediately their first season back in the second division i.e championship um, and this was their first season after, you know, their first season back up because Forest had always been a quite established, um, um, you know, Division One, sorry, Premier League, i.e., side. Um, so now they were back in the uh, in the top division, and um, I can honestly say we're ripping it up, really. Stat. Well, they were. But so when we went, so town, so town, town. So this is seventy seven, seventy eight. Um, obviously, we know what happened later on that season, but I think we've this well catalogued on certainly on this show before that was a season of struggle a season of injuries um and really the cup was our pretty much other than uh obviously along the way we did beat barcelona three nil but and anyway um the cup was our salvation that season by for sure for sure and um yeah injuries decimated i think we said before people like john walk who was going obviously going to play a key part in the in the, in the cup run um didn't even play to the didn't play his first game of the season to the third round of the cup at Cardiff that season. So injuries were decimated. As I think you can see probably by this by the town side. If you want to go through the town side first. I will go through the town side. So we, we, we go to we go to Forest, um, they're top of the league. Um so a tough tough tie for us when we when I we went there. We'd had a reasonable I believe, did I make a note of this? I thought I saw yesterday. We'd had a quite reasonable start, I think. Had we That was our ninth league game um yeah. and our, afterwards we had 10 points okay so don't forget two points two points for a win so yeah okay before that i think we'd had a half decent start something like one four drew three lost one something like that i think yeah I'm one sorry one, three to, to that point one three drew four lost one so that's it that's your 10 points i know so half decent of, start one of your your, your favorite facts about you know we would, would have won the league for three points but I, i've kind of um had a little bit more uh, research into this Go. and i've looked in any other season basically if we are the only team that gets three points for a win then we, we've got a fairly good chance of winning the league most seasons yeah, yeah. just put that there so there let's go, go through the team mate. go um now every week or every show when when we do this and that, that, there's a phrase in in football about the first name on the team sheet and obviously he is the keeper but i would say through through that period from the mid 70s he he was the first name on the team sheet so we all know who the keeper is it's it's, it's paul cooper yeah um george burley yeah uh, uh les tibbet yeah so here is you know here here is where the sort of changes um yeah you can see that the injuries sort of have impacted here yeah well, we'll go through the team. Go through oh, yeah. the team, and then you talk about the the impact of of who, where players are, where they are, and stuff. So we've yeah, got Hunter go. and BT. Um, so you yeah. know, set half. You, you'd want you. That would that would be yeah. our first choice for sure. Um, for sure. And um, just going off on a bit of a tangent, but it wouldn't be the history show if we didn't. Obviously, I went to Amsterdam, and they actually do speak like that. I know they do. I know. For sure. Well, we, <laughs> we we did that. Did that, we we just couldn't, couldn't stop laughing at that. You thought, oh yeah, they really do speak yeah, like that. Nice. Oh, you're going to give me directions to um to the canal for sure. Oh, yeah. For sure, they all speak I, like Steve McLaren. I didn't Steve. say that. I I think I said, uh, uh, "Can you give me directions to the uh, canal, please?" And then they understood me. But you know, when you said, "Can you give me directions to the canal?" 
Yeah, rubbish. Actually, Sorry. this is Amsterdam. There are canals everywhere. Surely they would have... <laughs> have you ever been? Of course I've been. Good, yeah. yeah. Cycle you know there, for canal. God's sake. I did the Epsom Town cycle ride there. Goodness oh, me. I always have to get it in. I, I know. a break with Mrs. Stat, and then suddenly it's back to you cycling. Okay. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> mid, the midfield here. Um, so, we've got Brian Talbot. Regular. Yeah. And then Mick Mills. Yeah, Mills is yeah, Mills has been drafted in there. Yeah. And then when you start looking at the the other four players, Woods, Gates, Mariner and Weimark. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to think what sort of formation probably uh, was... you'd have thought that Talbot and Mills would play centrally there. Woods, I assume, would uh, I'd, I'd say that's a four four two. So Talbot Mills central, Woods wide left and or, or could obviously play wide right as well, and Gates one of the wide men also. Um, Mariner Weimark up front, I would have thought that would be how that line-up. So players missing there. Um, the key one who who had been out for a lengthy period would be probably Colin Viljoen, and we all know subsequently what happened to Viljoen and the bust up before the cup final. But if you look at if you look at the team and then look at the cup final team, so later that later that season, um, I think December, Weimark gets a really bad knee injury, I believe at Norwich, and pretty much that what ultimately puts him out of the cup final. So so players players that went out of the from the cup final side, I've just compared it to. So Roger Osborne comes in for Gates. Um, if you can say that, um, Walkie comes in for Mick Mills, who then basically goes back to um, goes back to left back. Um, Les Tibbetts out, and uh, yeah, date for the cup final side. David Geddes comes in for um, comes in for Weimar, and the sub is um, Lambert as well. Good so old, just as good the old cup Mick. final. Good old Let's Mick go Lambert. through the the, the oh, Forest team, honestly. So this is thing, you know, the Forest. So you know, in goal. Peter Shilton, this was Clough's signing. This was, as he always says, this was the signing that led pretty much to the Forest success. They had a, I mean, they had a half-decent goalkeeper in the previous two promotions. I think his name was John Middleton, um, who was half-decent. But Clough said, getting Shilton in. I think they bought him for 250000 something like that, from Stoke. He was the, yeah, he was the, he was the key. And don't forget, I think we've said this on another pod as well. Um, I think Ipswich were offered or had the chance to, to buy Shilton, I think a season or two before for that sort of money, and Robson wouldn't do it. Be a story is that Robson wouldn't do it because he felt it was just too much to play for a, play for a goalkeeper. Wow, who did anyway. he finish with? Plymouth or something like that? I remember him playing in a cup match at Plymouth, don't you? Yeah. Down here, yeah. Derby, yeah. Plymouth, certainly Plymouth. I think yeah. he had a few clubs. Southampton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, he got around. Yeah, yeah. Viv, Viv Anderson at right back. Class first. First black player for first black player for England. Um, classy, classy right back. Probably later that season as well. Yeah, it would have been, I guess, or maybe early the following season. Great, great player, Viv Anderson. Sort of, you've seen highlights of Anderson, sort of rangy, your long-legged, you know, got up and down. Yeah, great player. You make yeah. him sound like Carlton Palmer there. Yeah, I think he was. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, a bit, a bit more. Um, I think a little bit more about him than than, than Carlton. A bit more like finesse, yeah. A bit more finesse than Carlton, yeah. Well, let me go through the team mainly no. because um, you can fill in the first names for these. So, yeah. is it Tyrone Barnett? <laughs> That's so um, Colin Barrett. Actually, I think you. I think the old. Um, yeah, your 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 word check is not. Yes, Colin Barrett. Yeah, scored a very good goal. So the next season, their um, the season that ultimately they ended up. With their first European Cup, who were they drawn against? First round of the um, first round of the European Cup, only three times European champions, Liverpool. And in the first leg, Colin Barrett scores an absolute well, say a worldie, yeah, sm- breaks the net from about eight yards with a volley, yeah. 
So Colin Barrett, who subsequently um, was replaced later these seasons going forward by um, Frank Clark. Not the Ipswich player, Frank Clark without an E, you know, the yeah. Newcastle manager. And so it's, it's definitely not Tyrone Barnett then? It's definitely not Tyrone Colin Barnett. Barrett. Right, OK. Colin that was, Barrett, that is. Um, David Lloyd, I don't know. <laughs> or runs a gym. Yes, that's right. Obviously, that's obviously Larry Lloyd. Larry Lloyd, ex-Liverpool, again, a club signing, absolute meathead at the back, giant, um, rugged and Cluffy used to, it's a really good, if you do see that documentary, it's a really good bit about Larry Lloyd and Clough and basically Clough basically says, look, son, you can't play, but, you know, um, any chance you get to clatter the centre forward, you know, in just in their half, just go right through him sort of thing. Yeah, knew, knew his limitations. Always worries me when a player feels like they've got too many L's in their name, and he, he does with me. Larry Lloyd. There's a lot of L's going yeah. on there. Ernie but, L's. Yeah. Burns. Kenny Burns, of course. Yeah. Again, genius. Clough. He was a sort of fairly journeyman centre forward for Birmingham City. Clough saw something in him. Or that tell you the the other genius with Clough. Don't forget, it's Clough and Peter Taylor. Peter Taylor's Clough sidekick was the real. You know, Clough was certainly the man motivator, the manager, the yeah, yeah, the master motivator. But Taylor was, I think, the real tactical. Could see a player, could see a player's potential, and yeah, a lot of this team was bought in by Taylor. And some people would say that you know, if if Clough without Taylor, he he wouldn't have been as good. Oh, absolutely, quite absolutely, yeah. And I think even I think that had a really really bitter part in other ways, but because um, Taylor subsequently went on to Derby, I think went back to Derby. But I think they just before Taylor died, reasonably young, I think. I think they. And again, this I think comes out in this documentary that Clough and him made it up, sort of thing. But yeah, Taylor was genius, absolute genius. McGovern, John McGovern, captain. Yeah, um, see him He's now. He's one you see lifting. Yeah, yeah, holding a little guy, holding the old. Yeah, brilliant. This next guy's quite decent, Martin O'Neill. Yeah, Martin O'Neill, uh, just just fantastic. But although, really, um. Really was 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 out of the side by the time the sort of European the European Cups came along. Yeah, yeah. When did he go to Norwich? Um, probably did go from. I want to say would have probably gone from Forest to Norwich. Eighty early eighties two yeah. maybe. Yeah. Uh, Lee Bowyer. Yeah, um, Ian Bowyer. <laughs> oh, was it his dad? I didn't know he. Yeah, no. Sadly, sadly not. No, I don't no. think. No, no. Ian Bowyer. Um, his son was a player, and his name escapes me now. But yeah, it's not it's not Lee, unfortunately. Is he the guy with the bald head? Ian Bowyer. No, I think you're thinking of Archie Gemmell, aren't you? Perhaps. Often do. I often do. So well, okay. Then move on. Um, I never liked this guy. Peter With. Yeah, I probably liked him even more after, even less after this. Um, after well, this. Yeah, game. and and then obviously, well, I, whenever I see him. It, before, I think of Forest. I think of Villa. Yeah, I mean, you know, so Peter With, we'll get to what Peter With uh, did in this game again. Clark, I think, well, no, I think maybe there before Clough. They signed him from Wolves, I think. In fact, I think one of his earlier games, two or three seasons before he scored against town, they signed him from Wolves and ultimately left Forest. Played against us in the next season's Charity Shield where we got thumped, scored in that game. And literally, I think, left two or three weeks later to go to Newcastle played season or so for them and then ended up in Villa ended up with Villa and ended up two years later scoring winning goal in a European Cup final. 
it's it's always a joy being on here with you because if you somebody said to me where where did Peter With go, I'd have said he went from Forest to Villa. Didn't realise he he, he had time Newcastle. at Newcastle. Yeah, he did, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tony Woodcock. Yeah, well, I mean, again, well, I mean, again, he was just a journeyman player when yeah. Clough when Clough went there for Forest. I think he just got him out of the reserves, probably. Look at him, you know. For, again, one of the first players, you know, along with um, say Sunes and people like that to to go abroad. Yeah, we ended up well played against us, didn't he, for Cologne in the yeah. UEFA semi-final. Great player, England player. Rounding off the team was the the player that you you oh, mentioned earlier, John Robertson. Just, Genius, what a player. Absolute what a player. No pace. One of these players that could just go both one of these left wingers, slow left a bit like I've said before, Curry could go Darren Curry could drop his shoulder, go inside, go outside, just great. Slower great than Darren Curry. I'd say slower than Darren Curry. I think he certainly didn't have much pace, but he had dropped wow. his shoulder, he had a, he had a, a good feint, you know, dropped his shoulder and stuff. Do you, think Darren, do you think Darren Curry would be good at walking football now that he's getting I a bit older? I think Darren Curry would be outstanding at walking football. Can imagine there. him just having a little bit of a stroll and <laughs> hanging on Again, in the top just, corner. just strolling up to the ball, just dropping his shoulder and everyone's still going like that and, yeah, just walking it in. I reckon, I reckon Darren Curry in walking football would be called Flash. <laughs> I think you might be right, yeah. Um, yeah. So... Uh, 26,845 were at the it's city ground. And I don't know minutes. about you, but whenever I think about Forest, they're always mid to high 20s, I think, in the crowd. Yeah, they get. always have. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so this was our ninth league game, but it was our 12th already this point in the season. Yep. Uh, league Cup and two UEFA Cup ties that we'd already played. Two UEFA Cup ties against, if I'm right, Lanskrona Boyce. 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 Yeah. Uh, I'm just going to record that bit and listen to it all night now. Yeah, Boyce does it. Yeah, Boyce. Um, League Cup, League Cup game. Um, ooh, uh, ooh. I think I might uh, know if I showed it. Yeah, was it Northampton? Yeah, was it five nil? Yeah, I, I might be getting the other season. About five nil. Yeah, yeah, possibly. Yeah, yeah. Um, now what? As you know, as all of our listeners and people can you know, write in and complain about the use of all of the listeners because we might give the impression that there's more than two, but, you know. We like to. Um, know that the process is that, you know, I, I send you a list of games and, and then I kind of picture that you kind of, you know, pick up your, your iPad or whatever and you, you go down the shed and there's lots of sort of banging and swearing <laughs> and things are coming out and then suddenly you, you present me with, with four games. You've got it right. How did you do um, that? Yeah. I've, got, I've got CCTV. Got a webcam there. up there somewhere. Yeah. yeah. Um, just there, and yeah. uh, so I looked through the games, and I thought, oh, "What are we going to start with a defeat for?" But I thought, "No, we've, we've got to because what it's all about football is about the joy and 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 the pain." It is, and I think it's just 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 to set the scene for this this particular game and the Forest team. You know, it is credible. So you know, they were top as it was. So this is their first season back after successive promotions. They're top, and I'm pretty sure they probably stay top for the rest of the season. They are incredible. It's a match. Well, let's let's yeah go for it. Just well, I know there's well, no footage of the goals, but you can go through the goals. Go on, yeah. So yeah, yeah. when I, the the other thing is that I, I love I love having the opportunity to get onto YouTube and find some of these games that I've I've, I've never seen before, and nothing. There, there's nothing on here, which is probably a good thing. That's so, I um, I kind of feel like I would be on Anglian News at ten thirty-five. Oh yeah, you know, when when they cover a game. Yeah, and so. Here's a, goal, here's a score from the city ground. Uh, the f- actually, I might expand it a little bit. So just before half-time, yeah. uh, Forrest took the lead. Um, Peter With, yep. assisted probably by John probably Robertson. John. Probably, yeah. Yeah. 
Um, you will see a kind of a theme to this. So uh, uh, 12 minutes into the second half, Forrest extend the lead, 2-0 up. Uh, John Robertson um, has a low cross and Peter With stabs it in. Um, and then we seem to be coasting quite well uh, and probably... Well, I say coasting quite well. We'll probably, you know, take take the two 0 defeat. Yeah, it's a bit and, to and, be and fair. On. Yeah, yeah. And then suddenly, I'd, I'd be interested about the impact about these next two goals. But in the 88 and 89th minute, um, I'm I know that um, John Robertson <laughs> assisted Peter with. So um, just just to just to make sure that people are aware, John Robertson assisted all four goals that Peter with scored. Fairly fairly commonplace in those days. Do you, yeah. Do you think that? Goal 88 and 89 had a little bit of an impact on us. You know, the fact you, you, you go to Forest, you come away with 2-0, but suddenly you know, 2-0 or 4-0 is quite different. Yeah, no, absolutely. I don't think, um, and you go on to say this, you know, there weren't many, you know, throughout the Robson era. And I did a little bit of, <clears throat> I did a little bit of checking on this. There weren't, there weren't many, um, you know, defeats of that, of that magnitude. Um, and you've, you've made, two good points there. or or also was there many i don't think of um incidents of opposition players scoring four against no. us no. however you then you did mention to me biggest defeats under robson 7-0 um sheffield united 1971 um 6-1 villa which we know sort of touched on that game earlier game before the cup final um, there was an instance in that 1971 game 7-0 where uh, Alan Woodward Sheffield United winger scored four he scored four in that game not in a great run of form because the next week after that we won and um, we sorry we lost the next away game lost 4-0 at Man City however there's one that stands out for me but in the next season 73-74 we lose this is a bit topsy-turvy and I think we covered this before we lose 5-0 away at Leicester but the very next week, the the very famous Saturday evening kickoff against Southampton, we win seven nil. So work that one out. But the biggest defeat under Robson that sticks out in my mind was seventy five, seventy six, last game of the season. We lost, and this is you'll have to drill down for this scoreline stat. We lose six two at home to Derby. Last game with yeah. a seventy five, seventy six season. We, uh, did we cover that? I think we, perhaps we did. Or um, we might have covered the game before and we then led into talk yeah, about it. But yeah, and this, game, this game's quite well known for. It was the very, very last game of for Francis Lee, ex-Man City, um, Bolton, Man City, Derby, England, played World Cup 70. Um, you know, much feared score of penalties. I think he I think he's scored like 14 out of 14 one season. Anyway, um, very last game. And a bit similar to with in the game we just described, um, we sort of said, oh, Francis Lee, as your last game, have two goals in the 88th and 89th minute, um, which he did, meaning we lost 6-2. And I remember that, Robson, not being happy about that, saying, oh, these games are important, these games, you know, this is what people remember, we're selling season tickets. So, yeah, not happy about that. But that's the biggest sort of defeat I went to that sticks out in, uh, that sticks out in, that sticks out in my so here's mind. Here's a little, a little question for you. Um, there, there was one game under Robson that we conceded four, but still won. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, funny enough, my mate Pat, this game come up came up in a quiz in a quiz. Um, yeah, you know, you know, in one of the corporate bits at Portman Road, whatever it was. No, and, I don't know. Um, you never lounge. invited me, so. No, 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 no. I wasn't there. Pat was there, and it was it, we we beat um, we beat uh, Newcastle five four five four under Robson, and um, 
I think McDonald, Mac McDonald scored a hat trick. I think Brian Ham, it was Brian Hamilton that was was talking to Pat about it. It was Brian Hamilton, I think, scored a hat trick for Ipswich that day. McDonald scored a hat trick, and the question was who scored the other Newcastle goal, which was a guy called, guy called John Tudor was the other score in that game. But anyway, yeah, five John four. Tudor. Mm-hmm. Well, before we move on, yeah, um, and to to give a little bit of pattern for this game, I remembered um, that we used to have a little game on 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 this show. Yeah, go on. So can you and you, you mentioned a lot about Brian Clough. Yeah. So can you just tell me who was the manager before and after Brian Clough at Forest? Oh mate, this is so hard. Oh my god. I I got the one after. The oh, one I should do, and I've gone blank. Um, the one after Clough. Well, what, oh, why Clough. don't you why Clough. don't you write it down? Okay. While you while you think about it, and the the <laughs> the listeners and and viewers. The one before was was it um. Was it a guy called Alan Brown? Oh, so close. I've got what? Ali Brown. <laughs> Ali Brown was... I think it was Alan Brown. Ali Brown was a forward for West Brom. Was it Alan Brown? It was, wasn't it? Alan Brown. I, I, I've got Ali Brown no, it's not from Ali Brown. the it's list Alan of Nottingham Forest. So the easier one is who replaced <laughs> Clough in 90... Oh, God. I've gone totally blank, mate. Go on, who was it? I've gone blank. Anybody, who's, anybody who's listening or watching to this, make sure that you just go into Google and type list of Nottingham Forest managers. Ali, and for see. no way. You're going to give me Alan Brown, sure. Yeah, I'll give, I'll give you that. Afterwards, who was it? Frank Clark. Who was it immediately afterwards? And we spoke yeah. about Frank Clark earlier. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Without an E. Stat, brilliant. What a first game. Um... I've obviously got because it's a first. Obviously, I've got some. We like to we like to mix yeah. this up a bit and with events of the day and stuff like that. And we like to do the number one. So here's again. Here's a clue. So the number one. I was going to write something down. Don't know why I'm writing it down for. The number one was a. So this game was October 1977. Number one was a posthumous. Here's a clue. Number one. Oh. By an artist that had passed away. That's what that generally means. I think earlier. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I said, I tried. I tried. I was trying to be, you know, flower it up a bit. Yeah, but it passed away um, a couple of months earlier. Ooh, I think if I looked in my my list of songs that I like, yeah. I probably would have to go way down oh. before, <laughs> before I saw Elvis Presley. He's all over that one. I, I know that because Fantastic. my mum. My mum still does. Um, you know, she's got she's got uh, three pictures on the wall at home, and they've got um, Elvis Presley mm-hmm. and the Pope next to each other. Of but above above Elvis Presley and the Pope is uh, John Wayne. Um, but yes, yeah, so my mum was a big fan of Elvis Presley. Right. Yeah, okay, nice one. And yeah. a very low note. Can you do the way down? The very low way down. Way on down. Way on. Way on down. That's pretty good. I'll bit that I know is where it goes. Way on down. It's brilliant. Great. Down, 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 down. Wow, I was dancing around, being forced to dance around by my mum. Probably. Oh, mate. like Elvis. Listen, where we get? Where is the stat? We haven't anywhere. Stat machine. We haven't been the stat machine. So the stat machine. Well, now we're not going anywhere. We are. It's moving. It's moving forward. 14, whether, you, whether you're, you're, you're 14, talking about 20, time, time or space. Moving forward 37 years, mate. Moving forward 37 years. However, same place. Same place. We're at the city ground. And you're right. The stat machine, um, like Doctor Who, uh, uh, um, what did he do? Um, uh, apart from the 
the torpedo um, score, uh, screwdriver thing that he had. Oh, yeah. so I'm a big, I'm a big, big fan of. Did he teleport? They teleport. Re, re, regenerate. Regenerate. That's yeah, what, what he did. For. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Torpedo screwdriver. I'm going to go into. <laughs> well, going to go with that. And ask, I want ask one though. Yeah. Um, so uh, I've got a, I've got a new stat machine, very much like the other one. Uh, you know, just goes off and and basically was spits it, out a few things. Was it a, was it a refurb? No, no, no. I don't know, mate. You don't have to suddenly make you know. It was... Shit. When, when, Please when you stop think... sending in your hand-me-down clothes and stuff like that. <laughs> I just I just picked this one up, um, and I don't oh, need I any more tins of chicken soup. Blue Monday <laughs> podcast. Thank you. It's nice that you're looking after me. Um, so yeah, we're not going anywhere. Um, if you consider uh, location, but we are, as you said, what going forward thirty-seven years and one day. Thank Oh, yeah. Bloody hell. There you go. And mm-hmm. interestingly, this game, and what I like about this game, so, again, you'll be surprised. Um, it's uh, Nottingham Forest versus Ipswich Town at the city ground. Um, and it's on Sunday, the 5th of October. Mm-hmm. And it was a 3 p.m. kickoff. And there's little things like that that I tend to you kind like of that, pick up. You? You um, like that. So the game was moved uh, due to police advice. Um okay. And this is the thing I can't figure out, right? So you've got the police, I guess, yep. they're coming in saying, come in, uh, Mr. Pierce. I don't know. Whether, <laughs> do you reckon they directly talk to the manager? In my mind, they do. But, you know, please, so Stuart Pierce walked in, come yep. in, Notts County manager, whoever he was in 2014, I don't know, Paul nice. Lambert or something, I don't know who it was. Yeah. And they went, look, you're both at home on the same, same day. We don't know how this has happened. So I'm afraid, Forrest, you're going to have to move. Why did, why did the Forest game have to move and not Notts County? I don't know, mate. I don't. Know. That's an odd one, isn't it? That is an odd one. No. But anyway, Stuart Pierce was in his at least second stint. Goodness knows how many how many games, he, uh, how many times he's managed Forest or whatever. But he was in in the home dugout. And do do we look at him? Um, I was going to say bleary eyed, but no, I think probably smug faced at the moment. I think um, now we do. Yeah. Yeah. Perhaps bleary eyed this time last season, but Good. certainly a bit smugger now. Smugger. Good old Mick McCarthy. It's the manager before last. It is. Um, so we, we go to Forest on the back of... Uh, so it's in the championship on the back of four wins and two draws that saw us at one point. Yeah. Uh, we were 19th and suddenly we're, we're, up to, we're up to fifth in the... Soaring up the league. Yeah. Now, I put out... I just uh, If I don't do it now, I will forget. Um, I put out... Um, did anybody have any comments or you know, thoughts about when they went to, to this game? Um, uh, Jordan... Mitchell, if I got his name wrong, I apologise. Said, "Oh, it was just before my my twenty first. Uh, lots of stories, but none that I I can really repeat. It's not what I want. I can't really go with that. <laughs> I can't really write that down, and I've padded it out enough as it is. But I can't um, believe Adam, I can't believe I can't believe Ian and Jules just didn't send in a send in a story, something made up. I can't believe Adam, that. Come Adam on, guys. Pike. Adam Pike. Oh, I've told you his name now. Adam Pike um, said uh, that Forrest away in two thousand fourteen. He got married on the Saturday." Wow. Um, Tell me went, you went to the game. Went to the game on the yes. Sunday. Yes. congratulated live on the phone in on the phone in after the game. I'm guessing he must mean the radio stuff at Moaning. I guess he got yes. there. Um, and then he flew off on the Monday to the Dominican Republic for two weeks. What, now, what a girl. What, now, what, what, I what, say, a guy. what a girl. Very, very reminiscent, apart from the fact that this is Forest away on a Sunday, to me in the uh, the playoff final, because I got married on the Saturday, the game not wasn't there on the Sunday, so I flew out on the Monday and the game kicked off, so did you not know about that? 
Yes, I did. Sorry, did know about that. I'll say the difference is that Adam went to the game and you. Yeah, I know. Well, it's almost the same. And then uh, Mikey sent me a story. Oh, um, Mikey. Yeah. I, oh, I can't read that bit out. That was about you. Mikey. Um, so I don't think there's any spoilers in where we're going to go with the game. But so he said he went up with the went up from London for the game. I think it was a Sunday. Well done, Mikey. Well done, Mikey. It's the sort of thing that gets you more gigs on the on the flagship show than me. And he shared that's, a crate. Yeah. He shared a what? He shared a crate. A crate. A crate of Becks. How big do you reckon the crate was? Because I reckon he might have thought that the one with four bottles of Becks is a crate. <laughs> no, Got one of those crate, small mate. carryout crates. <laughs> that's, that's a crate. Yeah. With his mate Mark. Oh. Like a couple of lads. Yeah, t- totally. Um, so they then popped into the Labrooks opposite the, the station. Uh, I'm assuming it means the train station, not the police station. Well, train station. Crate and he played some bets. Yeah. Like a couple of lads. You know, this is a lads lads Sunday at least. He then, we then went to the home pub near the stadium, like a couple of lads. <laughs> when he realised he couldn't find his tickets, so he queued up hoping to buy some more. While speaking to Ladbrokes head office, because you can't ring the branch direct. Um, before they eventually told him that he'd left the tickets in the bookies. Hey! So we got a cab up to the bookies. And there was a load of locals in there who were sarcastically cheering him and clapping him when he collected the, the tickets. Uh, the lesson is he's got there uh, is don't drink or gamble. Um, and cool. so I said, oh, did you bet come in? And this is what he said. Um, huh. I walked away from the game saying, at least my bet came in. And then one minute later, oh, no, actually, that was another time, <laughs> which, which made me laugh. So. <laughs> I'm assuming that his bets didn't come in. Yeah, his bet his bets didn't, but his bets did. That's the problem his there. Bets, a whole a whole crate of a whole Ooh. crate of bets. Mikey. What would Let's your mum say? Through. What would his mum say to that, Mikey? Well oh, dear. Yeah. I don't know what his mum would say. Oh, well, we'll, we'll find know. out next week when she when she listens to this. Uh, absolutely Let, will. Let's go through the town team. Come um, on, come and come on, son. There's there's a couple of players at Ipswich who have a bit of a bromance. Oh, got to tell you. Oh, oh, I know what you're going to A couple tell. of players. Um, I the other day I was uh, walking the dog. I don't want to give, give too much detail Stalking. away, but I, I was I was out loitering. I was out enjoying the Suffolk country. No, that doesn't sound good, does it? I was out walking my dogs. Yeah. And suddenly I was like this. <gasps> Cold skews. And then because I was close to where, where Luke Chambers lives. And then I heard York. another sort of footstep. He's got like a gravelly drive. Yeah. Um, does sound like I'm a stalker, but I'm not. I just happened to where, where I go. Yeah, and I heard some more footsteps. The dog's, dog's ball yeah. in his drive. Yeah, go on. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, he got the gravelly footsteps going. And I was like, right, okay, slow down a little bit, dogs. And then suddenly there was Luke Chambers. And, who, and it, Cole Skews. Yeah. Double and at whammy. this point, Luke Chambers knows. I don't think, I don't know if I told you that I introduced myself to him as Rambling. the red that man. Yeah. Um, and so he went, all right, mate. And I went, all right. Anyway, that happened to be the day after the Tramia game. So Did I he went, um, give you the thumb? he gave me the thumbs up. Oh, I'll tell you what, for me, for me, you know, I haven't washed his hand. And, uh, you know, it's all I've been speaking about since Sunday. And I went, oh, happy birthday oh, for it. yesterday. Oh, and he I went, cheers. It. And then he went, thanks for your, thanks for your birthday post. Oh, mate. I was fangirling inside so much, you I know. Bet you were. What, what, what Cole have to say? What excuse he said? Well, he, he was a bit further down his drive. And I, and I went, uh, well well done for yesterday. And he, he said something. I don't know what he said. 
He, he doesn't come across as a bit of a, as, as, he's not a loud person on the pitch, is he? Not I really. think he was just allowing his driving to do the talking, like like he does, you know, in the, the League One Beckenbar role that sure. he now plays. Sure. So, okay. You can oh, see nice. the point I'm saying is you can see why there there is a there's a bromance there between uh between the Luke both. Chambers. I think and they're, they're pretty much the the and then now they're certainly the elder statesmen of the side, aren't they? So they, they are, and yeah. they're the only two apart from a sub that comes on that is still with the team. And you can point out when the when the oh, when somebody, yeah. Nice. yeah right. So Ingol, uh, Dean Gherkin. Yep. Uh, Johnny Parr. God, you know, I used to like Johnny Parr. Yeah, I liked him a lot. And yep. yeah, I think, you know, he brought quite a few of those uh, Norwegian fans as well. And they were just you're right. They've stayed. Mad as a box of frogs Absolutely. they are. They they they're great. We need more people like that. Yeah. Um, Tyrone Mings. Whatever happened to him? <laughs> Can I? I don't know. I'm, I'm going to. I'm not sure that I think he really is that good. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm being a bit harsh, but if. <laughs> He's a, don't get me wrong. Whoever the England manager is now, Gareth Southgate knows more has about. It, has the he picked him again for this squad? Well, he's, he's picked him once before. I yeah, don't I assume because again, they've just come the, round from the first time the he new, said it. They picked the other squad today, didn't they? Because you hear players that aren't like I heard earlier that Lingard, Deli Ali, and Kyle Walker's not been picked because uh, Abraham's in it, and the other lad from Chelsea, Tamori or whatever his name is. So I assume Mings is still in this squad. I don't think he's injured. Yeah, yeah brilliant. No, so we. Um, <laughs> Luke Chambers, mm-hmm. Christoph Berra. Now you could hear him on the pitch. Yeah, very vocal. Without without a doubt. Um, and we'll go with Cole Skews. And yeah. he he was partnered by what well, I think most of us at the time thought was a a young protege, a, a yeah. young Cole. Um, yeah. Luke Heim. Probably enjoying. At... I think so. Yeah, yeah. I think he. I think he has been playing. Yeah, yeah. And um, probably that was round about this time. Probably his longest. So he got his debut, obviously, under Keane, didn't he? So I'd say around about this time was probably his longest run in the team, I'd say. And he was right through to New Year till he, I think he was one of the reasons, actually, he was having such a good season, such an effective season, that when he got injured along with McGoldrick, probably around about that Southampton Cup game, New Year, is why we dropped off a lot. You know, we lost that lost that bit of impetus, I think. Um <clears throat> Johnny Williams, low knee, uh, whatever time that was, second or third, he came in to uh, replace Teddy Bishop from from the midweek game. And then we had, um, I I, I do have a bleary eye when I say say two of the three names coming up, Uh, Daryl Murphy, David McGoldrick and Connor Salmon. Yeah, I mean, oh God, you just have to look at them with the bloody goals Murphy had scored. So this is interesting. I think, again, you know, I've said before that sometimes, and maybe, you know, this season, you know, this season perhaps slightly different, we've got a, a big, big squad of players. And sometimes because of injuries and suspensions, you just sometimes have to, I know, stumble on a formation, stumble on a squad, something that works, 11 that works. And I think a few games before is when this sort of season changed. I believe we were 1-0 down at Derby. And then... I think Mick, but whether it be injury, I'm, might have been injury or something, just suddenly brought Bishop, brought Bishop on, and I think slightly almost withdraw number ten role. And for that, you said we're unbeaten in six after that, and I think that that sort of set the tone for the season. Then he was almost okay. He was replaced by Williams in this game, but he was almost ever present. That was his sort of sort of first breakthrough, wasn't it? And we had a real that that side was a real real um, settled side. I mean, latterly, of course, obviously looking at it there. J Tab comes in. J Tab comes in, doesn't he? But um, yeah. 
Yeah, we had a we had a pretty settled side there. Should we go through the Forest team? Yeah. Um, and what I have learned is that I take very little interest in in the opposition and the opposition name. You know, and, unless there's some annoying so and so like Jack Grealish or whatever, um, or they've got some names that are memorable, uh, then I'll re- then I'll remember them. But you know, some of these names. So Darlow's the keeper. It's Carl Darlow, isn't it? Yeah. I think. Yeah. Hunt. Um, I think that's Jack Hunt, the, the right back. has been Huddersfield and Reading and places, hasn't he? I think. I think is this him. next guy Michael Mancian? Yeah, yeah ex Chelsea, wasn't he? Or, yeah. Don't know. Yeah. Wilson? Yeah. Um, I think that's Kelvin Wilson, I think. Yeah. Now, the, the next couple of names, I have no idea, so I'm just going to pronounce them how I think they're pronounced. Um, Lickage. <laughs> it's Eric Lee. Le- Le- I think they pronounce it Lehigh, don't they? Eric Lehigh. L I C H Lick Lick Hedge. Well there you go. But I think okay. it's Lee High. Yeah. Um the next one, Teskey. Yeah, I'm not sure. Tet I'm not sure how you pronounce that. I think Tesky. his first name was Emil. Emil Teskey. Possibly I think. <laughs> Teskey. Yeah, I'll, I'll go with you on that. I think it was Robert though. Yeah. Oh. Uh Burke. Chris Burke winger. Antonio. Well that's obviously Michelle Antonio's now at West Ham. Lee Hell. Keeper oh. for West Ham. England squad as well. He was, I'm sure. At one point, then he got injured, I think. But yeah, that's that's Michel Antonio's now with West Ham. No, you know, I mentioned about Jack Grealish earlier about you know those sort of annoying players. Yeah, this next player say. falls into that <laughs> category. Lansbury, Henri. Uh, yeah, I cannot. Henry Lansbury. Henry Lansbury. I can, I cannot stand him. Yeah, he always seems to sort of nip in with a goal against us as well. Yeah, he? I did mean, he not, did he also not play for them up the road? Yeah, exactly, did, exactly. Yeah, yeah, that's probably. What That's has reason, yeah. soured your uh, your thoughts on him? Yeah. Uh, the next guy, uh, a somber long name. Obviously, Brit a somber long, yeah. a somber a somber long. He's now at Borough, I think. Borough, yeah. Yeah. And I'm going to guess, is it Matty Fry? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, we'll go back to their subs or some of their subs. We might mention them later on. So uh, the attendance have dropped. Um, yeah, big t- only a couple of things. This is still a yeah. good attendance. You're right. Yeah. Look, look at this. Twenty four just short of twenty four and a half. Decent. What else are you gonna do on a Sunday afternoon in Forest though? In well it's not called Forest, is it? I think it's called Nottingham. I think just it to, is. To, yeah, yeah, yeah. So well, I suppose a Sunday afternoon in a forest you might have more fun than <laughs> Sunday afternoon in, in, in Nottingham. <laughs> um nature to see. Yeah, so this is our eleventh league game. Like I said, so we we climbed up to fifth, but obviously teams have played on the had played on the Saturday. Um, and there's early chances for both sides in this game. Murphy's got a header at the keeper. What do you say his name? John Darlow. Carl. Carl, Carl yeah. Darlow. Yeah. Um, Fryer has an effort that comes off the post. And then in the 19th minute, it's a goal for town. Um, Skews, it's a brilliant pass. I don't, I don't know about you, but it, it's almost Medjulton-esque, this pass. Yeah, um, in Into where their, their left left back is. And it you know, sends a, right. a long ball down our, our right. How good is this, though? Oh. Go on. Um, and then, well, what I've written down here, and you, you, people will remember this game anyhow, but it's well worth having a look at YouTube again. And I, I shared on my Twitter feed the other day. Uh, he cuts in from the right, and I just put. He, he kind of weaves past two defenders before he just curls his shot past Darlow, and a but brilliant, brilliant. Back goal. Back then, he was in that such form; it was sort of almost commonplace, sort of routine goal for him, wasn't it? He's, yeah. he's unbelievable. So quite a similar finish to um to the kid on. To Vincent Young's on Saturday, like Vincent Young was stepped by Ray Murphy. He was just brought the ball down. I think he drops his shoulder twice yeah, and faints yeah. one and goes again. Then absolute class goal, wasn't it? 
class. It was a great, and like you say, it was in a rich vein of form that season. Um, then there's a chance in the in the first half. Uh, Lansbury's got a careless back pass, and uh, Johnny Williams fails to to capitalise on that. And I think you know, going in at two 0 at that point, I think we probably would have had, um, we probably would have had the three points in that. So we yeah, go I to half time. Good half of game. Football. Yeah, I remember this game being a being a sort of test and thinking, okay, so here's here we are with you know I think we you know we six games undefeated, one four and draw, one four drawn two up to six, fifth or whatever we were. And I always looked at this game thinking, okay, get a result out of this game, and I really will think that you know we got momentum. We'll make the playoffs maybe. Um, yeah. So second half, as you'd expect, Forrest come out. Um, it's well worth having a look at this on on YouTube just to see how much pressure they put us under in the, at the start of the the second half. Um, great save by Gherkin. Mings is having a is having a great game. Um, and until the 63rd minute, there's uh, a goal for Forrest. Um, Emil Teske, uh, it's a far post header that he gets from, from Lansbury's corner. But the corner came about due to a mix-up between Chambers and Parr. And I think, you know, it, it, Mick would have been livid because the ball was had to be almost forced out to go for it. We had to give, yeah, give away a corner yeah. and they gave that. Um, so you, you kind of think about it, you know, we held out for 18 minutes in, in, the, in the second half. You almost get into that sort of, sort of called get 20, 25 minutes into the half and the crowd is suddenly going to lose. Um, but they, they got that goal back. Um, but then Forrest, as you can imagine, just carry on pressing Antonio and Burke. Both see their efforts just just past the post. But then eight minutes later, Tab, he's on now. Who's he on for? Luke Heim, I think you said. Yep. Yeah. Um, and I'm, I'm guessing Bishop is on for, for Williams at, at, at this point. Probably Williams would have um, picked up an injury by then. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Tab <laughs> take, takes the ball to the corner flag. He, he rolls it back to Mings. And... Um, Fantastic! He crosses it first time, but it's, it's almost like sense. a it's, it's like a high loop and cross. I mean, it's not how like does a, he get so much power on this? Yeah, it's like you say. It's like he's, he's and the trajectory how it's so much power. It's just kind of gone quite a high loop and then and then down. And Mark Murphy's powerful Mark header Murphy. goes. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. Mark, did you Mark Murphy see? sort of taking time off from his yeah. break show. Right. So let's just say a powerful header goes past the the keeper, and that's his sixth of the season. Pause now, right? It's 2-1 in this game. Did you see Mark Murphy and the owner of um, Elmy Cycles, Steve Grimwood, no, have I a discussion Steve. on... Yeah, I, I know Steve as well. Have a discussion on Facebook about um, educating uh, people to have lights on their bikes. All right. Have, well, a, have a little look on, on, on Facebook. It, it goes it, on for ages. It's a, it's a Facebook joust, is it? It is. It's kind of a polite, polite joust. It's almost like... You know, I appreciate, you know, you're a great presenter, Mark, and all this, but, but, but you know, it's well worth having a look. Anyway, anyway, let's go back to this now. So, yeah, that was Murphy's sixth goal of the season. So, where are we now? We're um, 5th of October, yeah. um, 11th game. He scored six, um, which means he's, what, well, he's outscored both of our leading, uh, Norwood and Jackson. What are they on there? Yeah, good point. Yeah, I think yeah. it's Jackson got, Jackson might have six. Oh, they both yeah. got five. I think they both got five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So um, we go uh, one up, uh, two one up, and then uh, on the seventy fourth yeah. minute, um, Antonio he goes around Gherkin, Berra uh, clears it off the line, and at this point, I think this is where Mick goes. You know what? I don't know where he's from again. Um, I thought. No, bloody what? What we have? We old. Did they come off? Drop their H's. Did they come off? Tommy Smith, you're on. What we have? We old. You know, you would think, you know, that you're at the game and you suddenly think, oh, Dizzy's got an injury, standard. Yeah, they end in a Y. Um, yeah. 
Blimey, he's bringing he's bringing Tommy Smith on as an as an emergency striker in the game. No, so what Mick decided yeah, with not. fourteen minutes to go. I, th- I think we're going deep, aren't we? I think it's yeah. safe to say we're we're yeah. probably not getting far defending far out of the um, edge of our box. To be fair, and I think what we have is the Ipswich Town equivalent of the Somme coming up there. You know, um, and I'm just going to skip to the bit. Where, so we hold on and we hold on, we hold on, and the fourth official uh, holds up the board. Can't even remember yeah. how many minutes of injury time so there were, but times. in the 94th, there's another corner, uh, far post corner from Lansbury, um, and Michael Antonio, powerful header. G- Gherkin comes out for me. Flaps. The ball's kind of coming from from from. If, I, if I'm Gherkin, he's coming from my right. It's, it's going on the edge of the six yard box, and he's coming out, and he he doesn't he doesn't make doesn't any con- contact with it at uh, all. Flappy, flappy. Antonio sticks it in. Um, yeah. Mick wouldn't have been happy with conceding two yeah, two set pieces. No, I, I agree, and I, I must admit it's a sort of game where I, I think I, I don't know where I don't know where I was that day. I was out somewhere. I remember hearing the score and thinking, or maybe even texting Jordan or something like that, and thinking I was in oh, the forest two, or, or two two. Are you okay? And and I was you know saying like two two and thinking, do you know what? That's a pretty good result. But then when you hear, oh, we're two one up, ninety fourth minute. But yeah, it's a sort of game that to keep that momentum, as I said before, to keep that momentum going in that six game unbeaten run. It's a good point at Forest, but yeah, we're not the best record at Forest. That I think that would have been our first win. I think you've pointed out since Matt Holland ninety ninety nine, and I don't, think, I don't think it's changed since then much, has it? On Sky, no. Um, so here's uh, reintroducing the game again. Uh, who was the manager before Stuart Pearce? No, Forest, and who who after? Oh God, I, I, don't give, know. I can give you some clues. God, go on. I, I think that they're both annoying managers from north of the border. Steve Evans managed for I don't know, did he? No, no, no I don't know. North annoying... of the border. When I mean when I mean north of the border, I don't mean the Suffolk border. I mean I meant the border between England and 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 Scotland. To give you okay. a bit more, of a... one of them's so annoying. What do on, all managers do when they manage Forest? They tend to also manage another team. Oh, it's the guy that, uh, yeah, of course, the Derby manager whose name yeah. escapes me. But, yeah, his name escapes me. It's the Derby manager. Bi- yeah, Billy Davies. Billy Davies, yeah, that's right. Yeah, Preston. And the other one I'd forgot about. Um, obviously, I have the, I looked, the, you know, looked them up. Uh, Doogie Friedman. He didn't last wow, there okay. very yeah, long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like home comforts. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home advantage with Mook Delivery. You win. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Blue Monday are delighted to be partnered with TalkSport Fan Network and NordVPN giving you the best possible offering for browsing the internet securely. NordVPN opens up global streaming options for content not available in your region by switching your virtual location quicker than Wesburn's running down the wing. NordVPN acts like your cyber Sam Morsey whilst online, 
protecting your personal data and sensitive info like passwords and credit card details from falling into the wrong hands. For about the price of an ITFC match program a month or a Blue Monday Telegram subscription, you can get yourself a NordVPN account which can be used across six different devices. If you need to rapidly change direction like Amari Hutchinson, there's a 30-day money-back guarantee. To get the best discount off your NordVPN plan, go to nordvpn.com forward slash blue monday or click the link in the podcast or YouTube subscription to be taken straight there, supporting us here at Blue Monday in the process. Brilliant stat. I haven't got, because it's 2014, no one's interested in music from 2014. I, mean, I don't even think they do music yet. I don't even think they do, because it's certainly, you know, it's all, it's all bloody, yeah, um, downloads and stuff. Don't hold with any of that. Where are we going to next, stat? I know where we're going to, but come on, bring it on. Well, I'll it's tell you what, it, it, it's, a goodie. it's been a long time, but we're now finally going back to the fortress. So we're going back to, to oh, Portland yes. Road. First time you see uh, And... This is when you're going to start querying it right from the beginning. Um, Monday, 8th of October, 7.30 kick, kick off. Well, it's a League Cup, League Cup second round. I'm not quite yeah. sure why we're on a, a Monday. Well, I'll tell you why we might be on a Monday. So it's 97.374. I, I know why we're on a Monday. Um, we're, um, Bobby Robson's in the home dugout, and we're entertaining uh, Don Revy's Leeds. Leeds, Leeds. Yeah. Um, Zero footage. Cheers for that, Dave. Um, so a list of the run of the games that we had before we played on the 8th. Oh, come so on. On the 3rd of October, today, when we were recording it, uh, wow. we we drew away. I don't know how you say it. It's, 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 it's not a ground that we play at very often. Um, the Bernabeu, Bernabeu, Real Madrid. Man, I mean, that's just scary. Oh, yeah, I can remember. It's 46 years ago today. Goodness sake. Yeah, the Bernabeu. My God, I mean, does that not sum it up? One of the... one of, It's got to be... OK, we talk about, obviously, our, our UEFA Cup exploits eight years later and obviously winning it. But, you know, that result has got to be up there with our greatest achievements in Europe, that result, hasn't it? I'll have to share with you. Mikey, obviously, is in with all the media people and stuff like that. They all, you know, whatever whatever he does. But there's some guy who's a Real Madrid fan who, who said um, he was at the game. What? No way. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know anyone who's been at this game. He, he, he was, a, um, I'm guessing he was Spanish. Um, so I think he was given the view from a, uh, a, a, from a Madrid fan. Seriously? Yeah. I'll, I'll ping it to you after. Oh, bloody hell. Fire. Yeah. Crikey. Yeah. So that was I mean, Wednesday. So just getting back to that game, we'd won the first game 1-0, very, um, you know, very even, and no one gave us a chance, you know, going to, going to Madrid, you know, we're going to lose, you know, we're going to go, I know this isn't the game we're covering, we're going to lose, but what a heroic 0-0, and I think, by, I think, thinking back, I remember about everything about the game, you know, um, I think we had the better chances, even hit the bar and stuff like that, so, yeah, what a result, so then, so that was on the, that was the preceding midweek, was it? It was, and then on the Saturday, we were at home to Spurs. Right. Football was boring back in the seventies. Another nil-nil. Oh, for God's sake! Mick yeah, must yeah, have yeah. loved it. Yeah. Um. And so Leeds were top of Division One. And the little notes I put to say is it's fair to say it's under strength. But then I looked at the team and I thought, well, actually, you might you might help me fill in some of the blanks. So shall uh, we go through the Leeds team? Yeah, I can fill all these in. Go on. Yeah. Go on. We've got Harvey. So you got David Harvey and goal. Yeah. Um. Reaney. I think we spoke Paul about Reaney. him before. Paul Reaney, Paul yeah. Reaney. Yeah, England, again, England player, England international. Terry Cherry. Terry Cherry. <laughs> Trevor Cherry, again. Trevor Cherry, player, yeah. Another England international. 
Elam. Elam. Yeah, this is Elam. His name was Elam. Roy Elam. I think he came from Huddersfield. Didn't really play that much for, for Leeds, but we'll get on to why in a minute. Yeah. So they had an Elam playing at Ellen Road. They had that an Elam playing at Ellen. Yeah. That's confusing. Yeah. Um. Uh, Hunter. Yeah. Bite your legs. Norman Hunter. Yeah. yeah. Um. England. Billy Bremner. Yeah. Captain of Scotland. Scotland. Yeah. Well, the next one I want to say, Mr. Little, because if you if you went to Stoke High School during the during the eighties, the head teacher oh, there was uh, you can Mr. Always Little, call so. it Mr. Little. So yeah. this was this was uh, this was Gary Little, Scots guy again, very much a fringe player for Leeds. Um, wouldn't have played more than a handful of games, I don't think. Gary Yorath's dad, Terry Yorath, yeah, yeah. Jones, Mick Jones, Mick Jones. Mm-hmm. All right, okay. Richard Maidley. <laughs> Richard Maidley, yeah. Paul Maidley, yeah. Yeah. And Frank Gray. Frank Gray, yeah. So missing from that team of the great Leeds team yeah. would be Gordon McQueen would be in for Roy Ellum. Alan, um, Jack Charlton had retired by then. Yeah, Gordon McQueen. And then you've got to factor in Peter Lorimer, Eddie Gray, Johnny Giles, and of course, sniffer Alan Clark up front. So fair to say that they were under strength. Pretty under strength. Still reasonable, but yeah, reasonably under strength. I don't think um, the League Cup was particularly their focus then, and ultimately it wasn't because they did go on to win to win yeah, the like, league. Like I said, that they they were top and probably just you know treated the the League Cup a little bit like we treat the leasing dot com. Absolutely right. Yeah, there was a more significant game because we were the top and we were certainly up there challenging what were we then I don't know what position we were but if Leeds were you say I don't know but if Leeds were top there was a much more much more significant game I hate to hate to say that with TV footage about two or three months later where they beat us 3-0 at Portman Road in the league well if we do that game we this footage there footage Um, let's go through the the town team you know you know we talk about the Leeds team being being under strength but we're we're under strength there dave it's, it's 1973 yeah. and, and we haven't got paul cooper in goal what's going no, on Coops. we've got leon best dad haven't we yeah. david best yeah yeah i mean that's the um best mills harper hunter beatty yeah that's that's the that's the first choice back four there at the time collard hamilton viljohn and lambert yeah yeah that's a pretty full strength side um yeah, probably. Yeah, I'm a bit surprised Collard's in there for Morris because of that side. Yeah, Morris would have perhaps been a, a more likely starter than Ian Collard, who Morris. who was, I think, who was, I believe, Robson's very first signing for town once he once he came. One of the 14, was it that? 14? Uh, did we say 13? Yeah. 13, yeah, yeah. One of, yeah, he was the very first. Sometimes I, believe, I can't remember my name. So when people say to me, who was the first signing of Bobby Robson? You should just think it just comes off, you know, at the top of your head like that. But no, if you say when was the last time that we played um, five out of six away matches, um, I tell you that was March two thousand and ten. So you just there remember you silly things. Um, yeah, so Morris was on the bench for town. Uh, Twenty six thousand two hundred and seventy nine. Crowd. Second round. I mean, it's Leeds. So Leeds were a big, a big draw back then, I suppose. But to be to be fair, I guess and and. How old were you? So you were eight now? Uh, ten. Hang on. No, ten. Yeah. Ten. Yeah, so you were ten. I'm guessing there wasn't a lot to do in it, which on a, on a Monday night, that 26,000. Ten stroke 11. Yeah. I might have just been 11, 73. So I might have just been 11. Do you know what? 73, I just started Chantry. Just started high school. Yeah. Well, Is that when second, it went downhill? Second, Chantry secondary modern. 
yeah. that's when it all went downhill after that. Yeah, 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 definitely, definitely. But um, yeah, not much to do, not much to do, Stan. No. But um, so, yeah, go on, go, um, talk us through these goals. <laughs> yeah, through the goals. So yeah, uh, 25th minute, Town take the lead. It's a goal. Uh, Johnson with a powerful strike uh, outside the box. Uh, following, I put good work from Beatty, but it was great, great work from Beatty. Yeah. Um, we go in at half time, one nil up. Uh, Town extend their lead, and actually, it's, it's the final uh, bit of scoring. Uh, score the second goal. Um, Hamilton's flick from Lambert, and he, he, he scores from a tight angle. 2 0. Yeah. Sets us up an away tie at Craven Cottage in the third yeah, round. I think, I, yeah, I think we draw that, and then we win the replay. And this is the game that's really going to get excited. We go out of the League Cup that season against. Birmingham City at home, I think it was a Bob Latchford hat-trick. We lost 3-1. However, however, this game was played on a Wednesday afternoon because of the, well, three-day week and the power cuts. All right, I'm going to write that down. You know this. Going gonna, to gonna check that later. <laughs> um, so, so, oh, my God, the day. It's either Tuesday. It's a midweek yeah. afternoon, Tuesday or Wednesday. When you say afternoon... You mean what? Three o'clock, or even earlier than that? Probably even been earlier than that, because because of the lights. So so when was that? Had been probably late October, early November. So yeah, may well have been like two o'clock kickoff or something. Yeah. Wow. So that that goes back to some of the like, Southern League matches and early Division Three South ones that we played. That I guess without yeah, the floodlights, flood we, yeah. you see the kickoffs would be like we we kicking off at quarter past three, and then about a month later it's three o'clock, and then suddenly it was quarter to three and, like and half two. Like the Suffolk and Ipswich League, for Christ's sake, you know. Yeah. So did you have to, you know, the 26,000, did did you have to go down there and all bring your own torch or something? Was that why there was such a big crowd? I think that was that was pre, that was just about prior to, I think, I think um, not not surprising. I think the power cuts probably kicked in that, that, um, that year when the, uh, when the clocks changed, not surprisingly terrible power companies that they were. So, um, yeah, I think it had more of an impact after the clocks changed, probably. What? Was it was it a lot of electric needed to change the clocks? <laughs> I think you know where I'm coming from there, Stat. But yeah, um, yeah, it was an odd time, mate. Odd, odd, really weird times. I can sort of remember it. You know, you're bloody sitting there at night and, um, well, yeah, the candlelight basically. No telly, no telly. Listening to um, listening to far flung football on probably Radio Two or whatever it was. Peter Jones your... or Brian Butler or someone. I mean, transistor. I thought you. I thought you were you were you were from quite an affluent family. So how come we didn't have like a, a, your phone or stuff to to play on if the TV wasn't working? Oh, mate, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, you could. I was playing on me. Yeah, not a lot you could do. Not a lot you could do back then. Stat. No. Probably playing. Probably playing Scrabble or Monopoly by candlelight. That was a highlight. Maybe wow. it was a booty. Well, they wouldn't have had the floodlight. I know the floodlights were battery operated, well, so you'd have been right playing Sabutio. I was going to say, well, the, was Sabutio back in the seventies so realistic that you actually couldn't play Sabutio at night? <laughs> so you actually had to play it during the afternoon. Um, two two things um, that that, um, that come out of this game. One was at the away tight Craven Cottage when I was looking at the, through the programmes. I noticed that when we first played them or first went to play them, uh, the game was postponed. Oh. Um, we we. We drove to uh, the cottage and it was uh, foggy, apparently. So if you have a look, I think, you know, in, in, in the list of fixtures, we, we play a little bit later than we should have done. Yeah. Um, and, and the second thing, obviously, is the who was uh, who was the manager before Don Revy and who was the manager after? Jesus Christ. I wouldn't even know the Leeds manager before Don Revy because the, the Leeds manager before Don Revy was, um, was a long time before. Well, shall I give you a clue? Go on. Would I know him? 
Well, you know, obviously that 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 David his name Benz, was, was it someone like Lumsden or something like that. Something you know, David Best is Leon Best's dad. Yeah. So you know, if if you extend that that thought, um, this this person who managed Leeds yeah. had previously um, don't want to give too much information away refereed in one of football's biggest ga- global games. Uh, it refereed in Jack Taylor World Cup final. No, Jack Taylor was that his name? Yeah, Jack Taylor. Okay. And, I'm assuming and obviously that... the guy that obviously sorry the guy that replaced yeah. Revy was obviously. Clough with his famous well there, there there was a link i was going to say 40, with the 44 with... days yeah. yeah he um have you and seen that's that another... sorry have you seen that one with oh, martin, I mean, martin that, is, that, is, that martin sheen is off the bloody charts playing clough in that film is it is absolutely no, i've seen that some of the brilliant. football some of the football is a bit wooden but um yeah, yeah he is absolutely brilliant in that film yeah you've got that you've got the damn, damn, damn the, united damn united yeah brilliant read the books seen the yeah. film absolutely genius enjoyed right. that one stat so um i have a number one for you um now this number one back in october 1973 was also the theme tune right the theme tune sing the theme tune to um a um oh you'll love this you'd love this a dutch detective series called van der volk it was called oh and that is one of my favourite TV shows. I'll tell you what, you would have loved it. And it was the number one was the theme tune. And it was an instrumental. I can hear Jules and Ian shouting it out now. Because obviously they're the only two that will listen to this. Well, I've got to guess. An instrumental from a Dutch TV Instrumental from a Dutch show in TV the 70s. Show, not from a Dutch group. Um, and the, the, the name of the song. Do you know when... <gasps> was it Mike Oilfield? Mike Oilfield. Mike Oilfield, yeah. <laughs> Slightly less famous, but you had lots no, of money. No, I, know you're, I know where you're coming from, this that No, it wasn't my R-field. So, do you know when something is below your line of sight and then it gets up to your line of sight? What do you call that? When it's uh, that... Benjamin Bloom jumping up on a spot? <laughs> no, I'll have to... Okay. It's, it's a song called Eye Level by Simon Park Orchestra. No, I can see it doesn't mean anything. Never, ever heard. Anyway, look, let's get, back. Let's, let's, get, let's get on to the right, real quiz. So the next one. Quiz. Let's I get on to the real quiz. Come on. I don't even need to look at where we're going. You couldn't resist, could you? Nope. I can't. There can't be many games left in 1981. <laughs> well, so here we are. I had to pick this one. What a game. So it's it's a it's a Wednesday afternoon. It's it's two o'clock. It's the Avon Combination League. That's, a, that's literally all we've got left from eighty eight. I can't believe that when you gave me this list, I thought I'm sure we've done it. We have not done it at all. We've sixty six games this season. Come on, there's loads of games. Right. Left I want go. you to set the scene before we go. No. Uh, so this is on a Saturday, the eleventh of October, nineteen eighty. I'm not going to say who we're playing against, um, but we. Just beaten Norwich in the League oh. Cup on Wednesday, if you want to set the scene a bit for That's us. That's one of my favourite ever Ipswich Town games. One of my favourite ever Ipswich Town away games was that game at Carrow Road. So we played them um, League Cup, second round, I think it was. We played them at Portman Road, drew 1-1. I think John Fashion, who scored, just John, Justin Fashion, who scored an equaliser for them. Then a week, as it was then, played them away at Carrow Road and tucked them up 3-1. And this is, it was, I remember coming back, getting back, wouldn't have taped it perhaps did i get back in time wouldn't have got back in time to see the highlights it was shown on sports night which was the midweek oh, yeah, i was a bit ahead of you sorry were you I was a bit ahead of you yeah but yeah no yeah, yeah you know, and then they had a boxer 
a box Brilliant, mate. Oh, brilliant, brilliant, oh, brilliant. And, and the other one I used to like was Midweek Soccer Special. Uh, what was it? How did that one go? Oh. There was something with several different themes to that one. Yeah. Loved it. Wow. We'd beaten Norwich in the League Cup 3-1. We'd beaten um, Norwich in the League 1. And just you'll see the footage. It's a famous yeah. one where basically I think the last goal is the one where Tyson dribbles round about seems like 15 of Norwich players and beats several three times over and then lays it back and um, Murin sort of just curls one in off the bar. It's an absolute classic goal. Anyway. Don't, don't, don't we all we, agree? And we I digress. Think you're, well, no, I don't. I think you've, you've put us right where we want to talk about. You know, there, there's always been uh, discussions and debates about Franz Tyson and Arnold Murin, but what you've just said there about, you know, he dribbled around about 15 people and in my mind went, yes, yeah, standard. And did, and Cro- did, crossed it to Murin who, who, who put it in. Um, would you agree with me that Arnold Muren would have been no good if Franz Tyson didn't come to Ipswich. How would he have, how would he have felt no, playing? No, I disagree a... with that. Yes, I mean, obviously it helped him, but yes. But don't forget, Muren, um Tyson didn't come till a good way through 78, 79. And Muren was player of the year that year. Muren was player of the season that Well, person. there you go. You shot me down. But I'm still going to Sorry, say Franz, Franz Tyson is far oh, better than Arnold Muren. He was a whoa, 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 whoa. Say, say again. What was that? Franz, Franz Tyson... Is a better, yeah. is a better footballer for Ipswich than Arnold Muren. Different players. No, you couldn't really compare. Totally different players. The reason I say that, and I think I might have, I might have said this quote before. Here's the thing: who would, who would you think would fit? I know we're talking about yeah. one now. Who would you think of the two would, 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 would fit best in our team now? Christ, you'd like a playmate. Well, to be honest like, with you, you like uh, a playmate I'm... like Muren. Can you imagine Muren? Christ. I... To, to be honest with you, I, th- I think Murin or Tyson, even at their age now, would walk into our league <laughs> one side, and I think that's that, that that's fine. Mate, you uh, was, you was like, when when you look at when you when you look at you know you look back at this season, I know yeah, I get all bloody dewy and misty eyed about this yeah. season, but it was just bloody what a coup, what a coup, coup from Robson. We we read the book. The book about the two is absolutely brilliant. Absolutely, what a oh, book it is, and what an Tom Van Paulsen's game changes. If you haven't got it. Oh, it's best. What an absolute steal! What a genius of the man to absolutely, you know, and uh, I, you know, first identify Muir and get him in, and then the cleverness to actually hang on and wait for Tyson until until twenty basically had to sell or were going to go bust. Had to sell. Um, just absolutely, but we all not change the way, change completely, change the club around. Don't you be telling me and give me lectures about how good Robson was and stuff. Because at the start of this pod, you were saying that he, it, Brian Clough was a better manager than him. Oh, I did so, say that. Let, let's, um, so this is our 10th league game. Dave, yeah. if you're wondering what I'm doing and the visit, I'm, I'm, just, I'm just taking something off, off my lap. I know, I know what you're doing. I know what yeah. you're doing. That is, that is get, get, that getting a bit stage. hot in here now. That, um, that stage. Where, have you got yeah. your soup ready there somewhere? Oh, I've got, yeah, I've got half time my, um, Yeah. Mm. Well, this is this is going up a bit. It's 20, 25 to ten. Spoiler. Yeah, but to be it's... fair, you did you didn't you, know, you were still eating your dinner at ten past well, eight. Anyway, this is our tenth league game. This is exactly why it takes so long. We go off on so many tangents, but let, let's know. let's focus on that a little bit. Tenth league game, Dave. Yeah. But our sixteenth game of the season already. Yeah, so we're four in the league cup and two two in the UEFA Cup. We played sixteen games. It's the eleventh of October. Yeah. Absolutely bonkers, isn't it? Absolutely nuts. No wonder we. Well, yeah, no wonder we ran out of steam. Yeah, incredible. So what I like about this game is I think it was billed as champions. Well, I, I, yeah, I, I build it in my own head as champions versus champions elect. So uh, the uh, Liverpool won 
And, and we we were top um, before the you know before the game, and Liverpool were were in third place. Now before we go through the the teams, obviously. So is it? Well, I don't even know if we've even said where we are yet. <laughs> go on. We haven't even said where we are. So we're <laughs> at Anfield um, on the 11th of October, Saturday. It's a three o'clock kickoff. We're in Division One, and it's Bob Paisley. And let's do the game now. You, this is a nice easy one for you. Who was the manager before and after Bob Paisley? Um, Bob Paisley, obviously, was um, the great, the great Shankly and um, uh, uh, Joe Fagan, I think. Joe Fagan, well done. Yeah. We got that one out of the way, so you, you can you can relax now and just focus on the game. Yeah. Um, so this game, uh, first of all, they had eight members of Ron Greenwood's England squad um, on display, and there were nineteen internationals in total, <laughs> which means that. Three weren't playing, and you you can you can pick them out as we go down. Shall we go for the town team first? Just go on, yeah, it's mad, isn't it? Go on. Uh, Cooper, yeah, first name down. Burley, yeah. Uh, Mick Mills passed a yeah, very late yeah, yeah. test yeah. for this game. I think you know he he was still being um, tested for fitness as such. Um, certainly coming up to the uh, them, you know, coming up with the team sheet. I think twenty minutes before that or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, Butcher and Osman, uh, not not Osmus, as my notes were. It's getting get towards <laughs> the right. end. Uh, yeah, yeah Osmus, Osmus. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, the next guy I want to talk about for lots of reasons, um, Franz Tyson. So first of all, for any of our, our younger listeners, so we talk about those people who are... Sorry, for any of our younger listeners, they've got to wake up a little bit, you know, about 63 or 64. But no, in, in, all, in all seriousness, Tyson missed an international to play in this game. Absolutely. And, you know, coming up... We're, Can we're, you imagine? Can you, you imagine know, that? Wiccan Wanderers... Is is um <laughs> is not going ahead because Alan Alan Judge let's is going to run around on another pitch. Let's put, um, let's put that in context. Um yeah. and and it wasn't any old international. Oh, they're playing West Germany. <laughs> West Germany, yeah. Yeah, I wonder if they're playing Netherlands for the Cyprus versus West Germany. Yeah, yeah. The, I think they call that the the European um old firm or something like that. You know, I think much, with those yeah, two. Yeah, no, not a um, lot, not a lot of love lost there. John Walk. Uh, oh. 12 goals already. Uh, he was a top league scorer. Um, so he scored 12. You know, we, we, we were waxing lyrical about Murphy earlier with six. Yeah, and he hadn't scored six. another 24 the rest of the season. Yeah, yeah, poor old return. Yeah. yeah. Um, Arnold Muren. Yeah. Uh, Steve McCall. Yeah. He replaced the, the injured Brazil. Yeah. So that, that's one of your, your, your internationals, I think, for you. Yeah. Um, who, who, or non-international, should I say. And Paul Mariner and... Eric Gates. Yeah. Yeah. One yeah, thing I brilliant. want to say about this team, can you tell us a little bit about uh, the the match the previous season at Anfield and, and Franz Tyson and oh, his this is, a, this is a pre because again, it was a big match the previous season. Um, Liverpool obviously ultimately went on to win the league, but Town was, this was a season where we had a really poor start, but had a bloody incredible run towards the end of the season and beat Man United 6-0 and da-da-da-da-da, you know. Um just unbelievable. But yeah, it was a fairly tight match. And I think that finished 1-1, didn't it as well, I believe? Yeah. Um, and uh, <laughs> yeah, and uh, again, Liverpool shock won another an, another penalty. I think, I don't think it was at the cop. I think it was at the Anfield Road end. And just as I think it was, I think it was McDermott, just as McDermott runs up to take the penalty. Um, <laughs> it's classic. Tyson throws mud at the ball, which actually physically moves the ball. And subsequently, um, he misses the penalty. No, I don't think 
Was it retaken? I don't even sure it was a retaken. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to look that up. I'm not even sure it was retaken. I mean, it's just unbelievable. So scene. first thing here, you're saying that obviously, and and I read that he obviously threw some mud at the ball, um, but now you're saying that he threw so much mud <laughs> no, that no, the ball didn't. moved. Did the ball really move or? No, no. I think he threw. I think actually threw some mud in. In sort of obviously went past McDermott's line of sight or something like that I, I don't know i'm sure it didn't hit the ball but I in, the proxim- see... in the proximity of the ball yeah oh i kind of see that he hit it so far that whoever the penalty taker was was kind of like standing near the dugouts or stuff like that do you remember that game you used to play when you kick the ball against the wall yeah and you could Are kick you... it next but you had to kick it from wherever it stopped or oh great game yeah football squash or whatever yeah brilliant football squash right yeah. so let's go through the um the liverpool team actually uh number one and it gives yeah. us a, a nice link with the, with the previous game. Ray, Ray Clements, were you were you a Clements over Shilton man in the? It was a lot. It was odd, wasn't it? Because certainly, uh, you know, most England managers, certainly Ron Greenwood, I think, used to um, chop and change, didn't he? So it was, um, you know, either one or one or t'other. So I mean, think how many. Just think about, think of that. Think how many caps Shilton ended up winning. And you know, if Clements wasn't around, how many caps he would have won? Because he won up and. Or something. So yeah, not honestly, not a lot to choose between them. Do you know what I would say life. when it comes when it comes to it? I never saw Shilt. Can't say that. Never yeah. saw Shilton save a penalty. Think of all those shootouts, World Cup. Well, yeah, you know, all those. Yeah. But, you know, never saw him get close to a penalty. No. So who knows? I don't. I don't know. But um, I'm going to ask yeah, you a question. I, really, wasn't is, a lot is, to choose between them. Is Is Ray Clement still alive? Yeah, he was ill, but you know, I think I think yeah. he's still with us. Yeah, he certainly had cancer, didn't he? But I think he's yeah. still with us. Yeah, good, yeah, I good. Um, yeah, I think so. I'm sure he is. Phil Neal. Yeah, coming class. And this again. next guy, Cohen. Abby Cohen. Yeah. So was he? He must be one of the first Israelis to play in in England, or the first? I would have yeah. thought. Yeah, yeah. Um, Tomo. Yeah. Thompson. Yeah, yeah. Phil Thompson. Yeah. Kennedy. What Ray Kennedy? What a jeez! Oh, what a player! What a player, Ray Kennedy. Yeah. Alan Hansen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just Kenny Dugleish. <laughs> Woo! Yeah, yeah. Graham Souness. Yeah, yeah. And popping up again, um, but now this time for 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 Liverpool, David Johnson. Yeah, Johnson. Yeah, Sammy Lee. You missed out. Oh, don't yeah. miss Sammy Lee. I, I was yeah, so small, I couldn't see Sammy him in the Lee. list. There. Yeah, only yeah. Three letters. Yeah, yeah. And I miss Graham Souness out as well, which you wouldn't want to do that. It'll, it'll probably be you wouldn't you wouldn't want to upset Suey Suey, would you? And um, Terry McDermott, who I know is still putting their gold chain. He actually played with a gold chain around his neck. I think he's the only player I think to have won. Surely Hoddle must have done it, but I'm not sure to have won two separate BBC Match of the Day Goal of the Season competitions. Wow, one now, was. One was a chip against Everton in a cup semi-final. And one was that ridiculous volley against Spurs where he flicks it up and volleys yeah. it from about 40 yards. Great. What a play. Geez. Great what play. A Look at it. I mean, um, the only they... thing there probably is, looking at that team, probably Abby Cohen, I guess, is in for Alan Kennedy. So it's 1980, yeah, so before Rush. So hence Johnson's playing. So yeah, um, yeah, Cohen is in for Alan Kennedy, the fullback. Now, you're probably wondering what these little numbers are below where I've put, if there's yeah, a sub or no yeah, sub. So, what is that? So, um, I was going to ask you a question about this. So, it's the average age of the team. So, the Liverpool oh. average age was 27 and a half years, and oh. the Ipswich team was 25 and a half that, years. I love that. Do you think 
that those two extra years of experience was the difference between them winning the <laughs> league and not us? Did they have a bit more about them? Well, they didn't. Obviously, that certain season, they didn't win the league. But yeah, they'd look. They had a more... Well, you know, we we, all, we, we talk about Cooper, don't we? And we yeah. You know, Cooper being ever-present and what a great goalkeeper he was. But, you know, look, look at the, the, look at the defence. Clements, Phil Neal, Thompson... Okay, we look at ours, you know, Butcher and Osborne. But yeah, yeah, they're experienced. Butcher and Osborne, they're still quite young there. You know, they're still yeah. really young. Yeah, look at the experience. Bloody hell, Souness, Dalgleish. I mean, it's ridiculous. I mean, Dalgleish, did he score in this game? Was it? A... No, it wasn't. McDermott no. scored. Always used to score against us, didn't he? I mean, it, yeah, I mean, that's a tried and tested Liverpool side that's coming off the back of um, a. Well, just about to win the just about to win the European Cup for this this season, this season, that season, right? Miss the season after, and for the two seasons after that, so ever evolving Liverpool side, yeah, yeah, unbelievable. Side. So the the three internationals who who oh, the three non internationals were were Cooper, uh, Steve McCall, and Sammy Lee had yet to make his who ultimately would in, play for him, yeah, but yet yeah. to yeah, <laughs> incredible. Um, now, it's interesting, and I've written so many notes, and after a while I thought I could have written a whole book about this, this game. Um, you've got about 25 minutes of it on, on YouTube, which is uh, from Match of the Day. Yeah, it's brilliant. Yeah. It, it, it was Match of the Day. So, yeah. um, as you can see, I started off with the first note of one foul mariner. <laughs> and then after all, I think actually it would be a long time to do that. But actually, the reason I did mention that was that Mariner in the first minute was absolutely scythed down by Thompson. It's a horrendous tackle. Yeah. doesn't get any yellow card. You know, I'm Mariner fairly certain in today's modern game that he, w- he would have been booked and it would have been completely different if Phil Thompson was on a, on a yellow card from the first minute. Possibly, yeah. Um, so Mariner was hard, man. Mariner was tough and he could give it out as well. Yeah. A bit tough centre forward. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that- Cooper certainly came came into into play a lot. Um, Abby Cohen's got a perfectly weighted <clears> pass to Doug Leash. Um, he's in an onside position, but Cooper manages to push away the shot. And then Cooper smothers another shot from McDermott, following a good run and a great pass again from from Abby Cohen. Yeah. But then Towns start building to the game a little bit. Um, saved by Clements as a beautiful cross by Tyson on the on the byline. Uh, Walt gets in between the two defenders and he heads towards the goal. Um, but as I put, England's number one makes a makes a fine save. Uh, uh, Phil Neal has a 30-yard shot that just whizzes past Cooper's bar. Um, Mariner comes with, you know, I say for Town's first real chance because you know Walks was kind of it was a header, but you know, yeah, this yeah. Was the real chance and not, uh, not. Cohen closes him down and, and and gives away a corner that fortunately leads to to Town's Town's goal. It's it's a poor headed clearance by by David Johnson and, and and Tyson on the edge of the box. He fires hard and low um, past Clements and for oh. for. A guy who who was throwing mud at the ball last season, you know, and they they didn't particularly like him a great deal at Anfield anyhow. For him to to score in front of the cop was a a special moment for him. You know what? And I just think of the technique for that goal. Absolutely almost identical goal to the goal he scores in the UEFA Cup final. It sort of goes in the other side, but, you know, gets over the ball, volleys in from the edge of the box. Class goal. Yeah. And then, as as you'd expect, um, and certainly if you were in Ipswich Town going to to Liverpool around the seventh, well, even now, if we went to to Liverpool, you, you'd be under a fair bit of pressure. <laughs> Imagine going there now. I think about. Sorry, I don't quite think about that one just now. My God. <laughs> well, let's concentrate <laughs> on this game. So, yeah, uh, Russell Osman with a header clearance from a fierce Kennedy header, but then in the thirty ninth minute, Liverpool uh, they win a penalty, and who is it? Who gives away the penalty? And I'm fairly certain they only gave away the penalty. It was Franz Tyson because he actually he brought a 
an even bigger pile of mud in his hand. Actually, I think it's like one of those one of those snowballs that you actually roll and it gets bigger and bigger. <laughs> and he's just going <laughs> to roll it in front of McDermott when he takes a pen. I mean, this is brilliant. <laughs> this, 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 this sums up Dal Gleish, doesn't it? What he's a like turn. a dunce so, beetle. this sums up Dalgleish in a nutshell so Tyson just gets too close to him and he's so close the ball's played in that channel and he turns him and Tyson lunges in how many penalties would Dalgleish have won like that absolutely countless do you think it was a penalty though I mean Tyson was was very angry and, and, and Mills actually you see at one point kind of speaks to three of his players basically tells them you know Keep out of it now. No, uh, he, he clips him, does it? He, he's this contact, yeah. yeah and Dalgleish is so clever. Yeah. Um, McDermott um, scores a penalty, and that he was gets only close the... to that. Doesn't yeah, he said down to his low, to his left, and yeah. I think yeah. I think if he was a bit taller, nope. he might have saved it. Um, but he certainly he's, get, he's getting fingertips to it. But that was the only it was only the fourth penalty that Cooper had conceded in the last twelve. Believable. That is ridiculous. Um, so then we're going to merge from first half to second half. Uh, Lee has a chance, a great pass from Doug Leach, but Lee shoots wide under pressure. Yeah, um, McDermott, sort of oh, back, really. yeah. McDermott, the volley. I tell you what, it, it's um. Well, where where are my notes? Yeah, it would have been goal of the season. That's all I've written down. But I think I think it's a, a throw in or a, a ball that's clipped to him. Yeah. It's kind of a fairly looping one. He just as it drops down, he just whacks. It, it goes about twelve, fifteen yards wide. I tell you what, if that had gone in, the whole technique, apart from not getting on target, yes, was away. He, is, oh, he was a, a scorer of great goals, Terry Cooper, Cooper makes a save. Uh, Johnson beats Osmond to a high ball. Osmond is it there. He's coming out. You can see that Doug Leash is, is there. Um, he goes to, to close Doug Leash down, but then he, get, he gets beaten by, by Johnson. Um, and Johnson's uh, header... Yeah. Is pushed away. Funny, funny directed header that he scores. Seventieth minute, Towner back in it. Butcher has a header. Muren's got a lovely left wing cross. We're obviously attacking the yeah. Anfield Road end. Then at that point, met yeah. by Butcher, but again, Clements keeps it out. And then Chance Kennedy, he blasts over the bar after Osman comes out to Mark. Think, oh, that's what I mean. Osman came out to Mark Douglish for that one. I think it was this game was acknowledged as the game of the season so far. I mean, I think it was a hell of a game, sort of pulsating end yeah. to end. I mean, stat. Look at these stats. You've put a draw, not surprise. So look. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean it's funny. A, Go on, get so just say what ended, you said here. Yeah, so it ended one-one. So it was a draw, not a surprise. So Ipswich, before the game, had only been beaten once in our last thirty-three league games. <laughs> Can and I just Liverpool, say before you say it, Liverpool's home form was quite impressive, wasn't it? Yeah, Liverpool were unbeaten at home for seventy-three competitive <laughs> matches. So after I think that, it was Man City, I want to say. It was Man City that broke that run. I might have got that wrong. Maybe yeah. playing that season. I mean, just incredible. I mean, and, and, and again, you really believe, you know, this was the game. This was a real acid test, wasn't it? We'd, I think we played Villa once. Villa ultimately win the league. We played them at Portman Road and narrowly beat them 1-0. I think Tyson scored a few weeks before. So this was the big test. And to come away from there and you think, yeah, we're past that examination. We're, um, we're, re- we're really up and running. I just, just fantastic. And every, every game back then against Liverpool was just so competitive, so just absolutely brilliant um yeah they used to have the edge but it was just one or two players you know inevitably start most of those games it was Dalgleish yeah <laughs> you know some of the goals he scored you've seen the YouTube footage some of the goals he scored I don't think he'd ever scored a tap in against Ipswich ah, you know he didn't score many but unbelievable goals so um uh, just just, just to pick up on that 
pick up on that point, David. Are you saying that if Kenny Dalglish hadn't played for Liverpool, they wouldn't have won so many trophies in the seventies? Was he was he the real talisman? Was he their their yeah, message? You know what? Yeah, I mean, he replaced Keegan. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. No, definitely, definitely. Yeah, he was a, he was never never injured. You know, you know, attend you know attendance brilliant. Um, barely missed a game, and yeah, just outstanding player and what again what signing you know he was the replacement for Keegan who they thought was irreplaceable when he went to Hamburg and close season you know um well Paisley obviously genius yeah. gets in them um, gets in Dalglish he arguably turned out the boy we did turn out to be even better oh yeah brilliant and then think of subsequent then Rush comes and Christ Rush and Dalglish for God's sake you know it's ridiculous isn't it yeah it certainly would have um different level I mean their consistency in the 70s Liverpool and early it was just crazy this was the so they finished fifth this year Liverpool but okay they go on and win their European Cup of course um and this is the first year they'd finished outside the top two for nine seasons that either won it or finished wow. second it's just bonkers, mate. Absolutely incredible. So wow. I love that. For once, I've got an absolute corking number one. Absolute corking number one. And it's by um how can I put this? It's by um one of the um one of the one of the three services. So you have obviously the fire the fire brigade, you have the ambulance service, yeah. and obviously you have the AA. The AA, of course you yeah. do. The lifeguard. Lifeguard, yeah, exactly. Well they're quite have. they're often forgotten about, they are. What the 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 what the AA the lifeguard? Oh the AA. Well, I, I forgot about MRAC now, but um, I'm guessing that you're hinting at the police. I certainly am, and this I, mean, I think this song could coming from your educational background. I think this song yeah. would probably resonate with you, Stat. Well, not with you personally, but yeah. this song probably will resonate with you. Don't stand so close to me. Absolutely, what a number one that was. Now, just quickly about the well, music. Hang on, I just like to point out, wasn't that about somebody? It was like a teacher having a relationship with a with a student yes, or something. I said this a res- I said not necessarily with you. I did this, but yeah, that's just, exactly what it's about. Just put that disclaimer in along the, the bottom there. <laughs> yep, um, it was. Um, and this for me was music was brilliant. So I was growing up like seventeen, and this was police in the middle of like the mod scar revival so yeah Matt, and same time madness had things like baggy trousers and you had madness bad manners a select the jam what for me that was the whole full that's why i always hark back to this these seasons because i resonate football with the music and what i was into just chills chills are now i'm talking about absolutely brilliant you, you've given me give me an idea of something i'm just writing down there um one one thing i just want to finish about that game which stood out for me was that that was the third time that we played Liverpool in the the actual calendar year 1980 in the league, yeah. which is usually quite well, no, it, it's quite unusual because yeah, okay. you think you tend to yeah. play a team maybe before yeah. Christmas and after. Uh-huh. So uh-huh. this year um, in 8081, I think we played them obviously in October and then again in December. Right. But we'd also played them in February the season before, so we played them three times in the league yeah. in uh, ten months, and yeah. they all drew one-one. So it shows yes. that you know we were that's how closely matched. We were close, mate. That, that's how closely matched. Well, we, the, we were we like the, 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 Carl, the Carl Lewis, Ben Johnson or Ben Johnson. Yeah, um, I, I, I guess we were. We were, we were just, look, yeah, well documented. We were probably just two players, two squad players short, two or three maybe squad players short of, of winning a lot. Seriously, we were close. All right, Dave. Close. Tell me. Go on. That that team: Cooper, Burnley, Mills, Butcher, Osman, Tyson, Warp, Muran, McCall, Mariner, Gates. Now remember that McCall's in for Brazil. Yeah. Tell me which two players. You don't have to tell me who they are, but what two positions are, are you strengthening to turn them into a what cover? Um, Jesus, 
So you're talking about cover. You, you, you're saying that effectively that that it's cover. That's... Yeah, that, that's the team. Yeah. So you put Brazil in for McCall. That's the team. Yeah. So it's just cover. So no disrespect, but you know, think of the players that we had filling in: Tommy Parkin, Robin yeah. Turner. You know, it's just they're not. They're, you know, it's just you, it's not. Well, you're never going to get like for likes of Tyson's, and you're never going to get quite like for like. But you know, say say for instance, here's a thing: say if. We still had, and it wouldn't have happened, but say we still had Tolbert, for instance, and Tyson and Muren weren't playing. So there's a very much experienced player that we, it never would have happened because we sold Tolbert for profit that paid for Muren and Tyson. But, um, I, yeah, just two two or three squad cover players when when it really got after Christmas, when they had all those injuries to key players, Tyson, players like that, that could just come in and do a job. And we would, yeah, that's where we were short, really. Yeah, incredible. Brilliant. Brilliant, so, mate. We've got birthdays now. Now, I what I've skate, done, skate, I think mean, we should say just skate through a couple of these and just say, um, I particularly yeah. want to mention, um, obviously, Frank Shufflebottom. Frank Shufflebottom, yeah, that would, he was born 102 years ago on the, um, on the 9th of October. Turns, Frank, although um, I'm not sure he's couple, listening. Uh, a player I wanted to pick out, I mean, all I've done, just let people know, is just given Dave a list of players that were born between the 4th and the 11th of October. But out of all of these great names and stuff, Paul, Paul Taylor will be 32. Yeah, he's, he's much forgotten, isn't he? I don't think he'll be remembered fondly, will he? He popped up somewhere the other day. Where is he? He popped up on... He's somewhere. He's playing somewhere. Can't remember where it was. Geisel. The, the, yeah. Our, our, um, our WhatsApp Geisel. One, one, uh, one, name, one name that did jump out for uh, uh, jump out to me was Brian Clue is 59. So I don't know about you. Um, and I know that Brian, he, he listens to the show a lot. He's always saying about how, so how great he is to that. Yeah. 59, Brian. You do not look 59 at Mate, all. I mean, and I tell you, he doesn't look his age because he looks much older. Johnny Williams, 26. Yeah. <laughs> Poor Johnny. He's had, a, he's had a hard. He has had a hard career with injuries. Um, tell you a player I liked amongst those. Sylvain Ligwinski, I liked. Oh, he was a great player. Yeah. yeah. 46. Yeah. And, I, and I tell you who else I liked as well. He was a silky player. Mark Brennan could play. Mark, Mark Brennan. Brennan yeah. Uh, 54. Bloody hell, this makes me feel old. Oh, yeah. John. Can't remember much. He didn't. He well, didn't he, play. Only, he, played, he came on. Uh, he was the first St. Lucian to, to play for us, and he came oh, on yeah. in one mention this half before. or something. Yeah. And Tony Vaughan in there at 44. So Tony Vaughan was the. Well, I remember Tony Vaughan was the, the difference between us selling him and getting in Kevin Phillips. Yeah. Of course, we got John O was, for us, was equally. Equally as good as I'm sure, as Phillips is only ever as good because he had Niall Quinn beside him. But yeah, that yeah. was that was a memory there. Um, bless so, yeah, Dale ha- Roberts. Dale Roberts in there, 63. Brilliant. Still remember that. Yeah, Still I mean, that testimonial in that Sheffield United game, emotional. Bloody hell. Yeah, no, fantastic, mate. Brilliant stat. Christ, we've run on a bit. This might be the longest one ever. One hour, did, thirty-nine minutes. Yeah, we did. We did waffle a little bit, mate. But well, no, that's, that's not waffle. Standard. That's not waffle no. at all. It's bloody, that's it's, what we do best. Absolutely what yeah. we do best. Stat, love it. Um, I suppose a bit of a plug coming up. So there's, um, we're away at Fleetwood this Saturday. Mm-hmm. So there'll be uh, someone doing the flagship show on Sunday. I don't think it's me. Are you doing it? I don't know. No. I don't know if any of our lads. My lad Jordan is actually going. He's got pal who lives in Preston. So he went to uni there and settled up there. Got a job up there. So they're going up there tomorrow. And it's a um, quite unique journey. So he, I have to get the train to, obviously, Preston from out of Euston, I think. So staying at Preston. Then to get to Fleetwood, there's no railway station. 
There's no station oh. at Fleetwood. So this is a first. They have to get a train to Blackwood and then a tram. They get a tram. A tram. To tram, apparently, to Fleetwood. Wow. So, so there you go. So I think they'll probably have a good time seeing the Blackpool illuminations or whatever it, uh, or whatever it is. You up won't there, be so. looking at the Blackpool illuminations. I dare say we'll be looking at the uh, whatever he'll be looking at. But hey, you know, um, tough game. Tough game this week. They're third. Could be a nice little standoff. I mean, talk about Paul Lambert, Steve Evans. Paul Lambert, Joey Barton could be feisty, couldn't it? Well, yeah, that, that certainly could. Yeah, you, you, all you just need is Joey Barton to make some ridiculous old firm comment, Sectarian and I think, yeah, and I think Paul Lambert will go for him. So, so look my, forward my to that. And, then, and then is it game? Is there a leasing game next week? Is it Gillingham? Oh, I don't know. I should know this, but I don't know. Might be, might not be. Perhaps that's a week after. I don't know. But then, of course, the next week is the much maligned international break which is much spoken about and well i think there's sort of two camps in that in that isn't it very much well, yes it's, it's the correct camp, which is um, momentum and the incorrect camp which is let's just stop a game for three so, bit part players i totally agree i totally agree i mean the rochdale one was the one that got me okay considering you know they now got to play that bloody bonfire night in rainy windy no doubt dark rochdale but yeah. there you go mate um so yeah so there'll be obviously a flagship show on uh sunday with whoever and then obviously a midweek show of some description will be back next week and then no doubt we'll be there'll be another one of these in the pipeline stat i'll list of games yeah oh, mate, we're yeah. there um stat you can be found at um at chompex3 and you can tweet and find me at david diamond three Mate, brilliant, brilliant to be back. Thoroughly enjoyed that, mate. And, I enjoyed um, that. On to the next one, mate. Yeah, cheers, Dave. Cheers, that. Thanks, mate. It's the promotion running. Everyone is gathered round to watch. The McNuggets share boxes are there offering much needed distraction. Your mate's already been booked for double dipping, but in you swoop to steal the last nuggets and claim all three points. Oh, and there is the Harry Clark fist pump to celebrate. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in at participating restaurants. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.